0: You sometimes think, I don't care about the others, I want out, but my family and my friends kept me holding on and it helped me a lot just for the bad days to hold on for them. When I finally get better, I need to find reasons to live for myself.
1: If you are a suicide attempt survivor and you'd like to talk, please reach out. Hello at SuicideNoted.com, on Facebook or Twitter, at Suicide Noted. Check the show notes. We've got some additional information I want to share with you. Another way you can reach out to us via a recorded message, an upcoming storytelling open mic called the Mental Health Happiest Hour, ways in which we can collaborate, which can include presenting at your campus or your organization or in your community, We're actually doing a live podcast in person like we did with NAMI NC a couple of months ago. We're looking for sponsors. So if you're somebody who wants to help us out in that way, please reach out. And we're also about to launch a subscription-based membership. Now, again, if you listen to this podcast every week or whenever you do, that won't change. Or adding some additional things like exclusive monthly events and ask me anything, and some discounts on merch that'll be coming up in the spring, and some special episodes. I will be sharing more and more about that in the coming days and weeks. I would love your support. We need the help as we try to reach more people in more places to help them feel a little less shitty and a little less alone. However you support and participate, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Now, of course, as always, we're talking about suicide on this podcast. It may not be a good fit for everyone, so take that into account before you listen or as you listen. But I, I do hope you listen because there is so much to learn. Today, I am talking with Dennis dennis lives in germany and he is a suicide attempt survivor hey dennis what's up how you doing Ah, uh, doing fine you live in germany correct yeah right near uh near bonn near bonn okay yeah. and you reached out and uh. you want to talk about the s-word Really? Who does that?
0: Uh, Normal people, unfortunately, don't.
1: But uh, here we are, I guess. That's right. Kind of like the way you frame that. Normal people don't talk about this. Where are you on the normal spectrum?
0: Yeah, I talk about my feelings. I talk openly about when I feel bad to my friends, yeah, I try to feel feelings. That's uh, not, not that common around here in Germany. People like to bury themselves in work, for example. So that's kind of normal. You go up the, the ladder, the job ladder, and try to be as successful as you can. That's life for them. They work to 70 and then make themselves a good life. But while working, that's not possible.
1: <laughs> and that's a common thing. That's a German way of life to some degree.
0: Yeah, right around here, there's a lot of that. People not talking openly about the emotions. People disliking anything that is other
1: than the norm. It's a bit hard to define that. but Yeah, yeah, I get that. But you said you have some friends that you talk to. And I imagine if you're talking to them, they're talking with you. So there are some people who are talking about their feelings.
0: The uh, younger generation is a bit uh, more open about that. I have a lot of people I can openly talk to about when i feel very very suicidal or yeah shitty in general how
1: old are you may i ask 22 22 in germany interesting dennis well i'm glad that you you we connected and you're open to talking about it Why were you putting the word suicide into Spotify, Apple, some other platform? Yeah, Spotify.
0: Yeah, I um, tried to call uh, a helpline when I felt suicidal. And the problem with that is they, they can help you in the moment, sure. They try to bring you out of the mood being suicidal and try to get you help. But the person on the other side doesn't know what you're feeling they, sure. could, they got briefed. They know what uh, to say when uh, people call. and Sometimes. They, yeah, they don't really understand you. That, that was the thing where I searched for it, for people to talk about. People that understand that maybe felt the pain. Yeah, we sometimes have.
1: Got it. Do you have any people in your life, like physically in your area, that you can talk to about stuff like this?
0: Uh, yeah, it's my cousin um, who I'm very close with. I can talk to her about anything really. Our family is uh, a, bit, uh, a bit stuck up, if you want to call it like that. Everybody's yeah, working and looking looking out only for themselves and trying to climb the ladder and feelings get left behind.
1: That's right. I mean, there's only so much room we have for other stuff when you're hustling so hard. It's just math. Are you a student? Are you working? Something else? Um, I'm, I'm working right now.
0: I'm in uh, training for... IT? Uh, Ooh, Dennis, are you
1: going to climb that ladder yourself or are you going to do something
0: else? Uh, actually, I'm uh, I'm already sick and tired of working five <laughs> days a week, <laughs> maybe like four days or something. I'm going to try to get a decent job, make, make a living, but I don't want to do overtime. Or... Right, right,
1: right. I imagine with IT, though, you have some flexibility. You can contract, you can freelance a little bit. There's probably some other yeah. stuff as opposed to, the kind of job where you really have to be there for a set number of hours. It's yep. things- And you can work uh, remote. That's also very, very cool. Yeah. Do you recall in your life the first time that you started to have any kind of suicidal thoughts or ideation? That was
0: 8th, uh, ninth grade in Germany. It's maybe like 15, 14, 15 years old. I was bullied in school a bit, called gay, or I was very, very shy and didn't talk to a lot of people, was called gay, because I acted, I don't know how I acted, but girly to my friends sometimes, and I was picked on a lot, and that was basically the first
1: signs of depression started showing up. How'd you deal with that? Do you remember? How'd you cope? Because that could be pretty overwhelming.
0: Yeah, I tried to just fit in. I tried to hang out with cool kids. I tried to fit in and in the end it made me, I didn't know who I was at the end. So I abandoned my, my personality completely. I Mm. tried so hard to fit in
1: that I didn't know who I was. Did that change at all or do you still feel that way?
0: Uh, No, I, I I changed a lot since then I going, going uh, to training in it and so on. I grew a lot from that. I accepted more of who I am. I don't push it away. Yeah. And I try to make the best of it. I follow my interests that I have as best as I can. And
1: so when you were 15 or 14, 15, 16, and then you were in all that, like how did you do you have an attempt or are you just a near attempt or ideating? I had an attempt. It was uh, this year in June. All... So if you started thinking about it, more or less, like fourteen, fifteen. It it ends there. You don't do anything more than than thinking about it in that time before the attempt. Did you ever get kind of close, like let's say planning or whatever that might have looked like?
0: For me, it's always very impulsive. So when I drive my car, I ride my motorcycle. There were there were moments where I just, if I don't make this um, make this pass or pass another car, then um, I don't care.
1: So I mm. just. Didn't care. I put it up for chance. I hear that sometimes with people, particularly, you know, driving Hmm. cars and motorcycles. It's like kind of an attempt. It doesn't matter what we call it. But yeah, like, fuck it. Yeah. It's It's
0: hard to define. I I was thinking about that if I should call it an attempt. But I think if you put your life up for chance, it's damn close to being an attempt.
1: (laughs) Hell yeah. And is that what we're talking about with June of 2022, or is that something different? Mm, That was something completely different. As best you can sort of put words to it. I imagine that when you attempt, and I know you said it's kind of impulsive, so it might be a little different for you, though. Stuff is happening that's leading to the attempt. It -hmm. might be an hour before, it might be a year before. So what's changing in your life if you know that leads up to June 2022, if anything?
0: In 2019, so I went to school normally, um, got a little better in between. The depression came sometimes, pulled me down a bit, but I could live my life normally. Yeah, function basically. Didn't think of it as the best life, but I could function. I had fun a bit. In 2019, my mom died of cancer. That was very traumatic. Yeah, me and my brother were told that uh, my mom is... Yeah, it's ill, but not the extent of it. So um, we were told that she has cancer, but that chemo could treat the cancer. What we didn't know that, yeah, my mom was basically, yeah, she was taking chances. that The chance of healing was like 5%. I don't know if I would have tried, but she tried even though it made no sense anymore. So at the beginning, it was like 5% and then the cancer um, spread in the body so the chances got even slimmer mm-hmm. and she still did chemo so it was harder to talk to her she was yeah it just got hard to talk to her she forgot uh, many things she mm. slept all the time and so she tried to hold on to life so mm. hard that she <clears throat> the last the last months we could have had with her she basically destroyed that herself with chemo there was almost no chance of healing, and she mm. still pulled through chemo. And we, as me and my brother, didn't know mm. how bad it was. Yeah, we went there. We were told uh, focus on school, try to live your normal life. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. They wanted to protect us, obviously. We can't hide the truth, and in the end, it uh, caught up to us. One one evening, we were um, called by my uncle. And uh, he told me that we have to drive to my mom. And yeah, we drove there. She was already on the station where uh, dying patients were uh, brought. Yeah, mm-hmm. she she lay there. Like we couldn't talk to her. She, her eyes were closed. She was barely even resembling my mother. It was mm-hmm. so fucking hard this evening to look at her like that and just out of Nothing. Be told that your mom is now dead and gone, and you cannot tell her anything anymore. You can't talk to her anymore. You can't tell her I I made my my A levels, for example, or I got a job. That's very hard to just say.
1: Yeah, man, for sure. Whew. You had referenced that as sort of turning point that ultimately leads to June of 2022. Yeah. in that time between and i'm oh, and i asked this in because i'm curious about different cult- cultures or countries healthcare systems mm-hmm. was there something available to you and i don't know if this is something you chose to do if it were available obviously what to get help
0: uh, yeah there was um after my mom died um we had to talk to a to family counselor, and she gave us um, first the address of a counselor and some yeah helpful links in the internet. For example, a chat where you could talk to others or to a therapist. Yeah, there were there were options, and we took them. So I went in therapy with a child counselor till I was uh, too old. So till twenty, I went to the child counselor. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I had normal therapy for like six months. Mm-hmm. Then I went into a stationary facility.
1: So, uh, yeah, a hospital, a mental hospital. So your mom dies, you get mm-hmm. therapy, and you get a, a different kind of therapy. So if you're doing that, and then you end up in a in a mental hospital, and I don't know if that's the right word, but you're not doing well.
0: No, I'm not. Um,
1: so in that time, are you, one, still able to go to school? And then two, are you thinking, did, did the thoughts get more intense, more serious? In yeah, the thoughts of... that yeah. did
0: really get more intense. Um, I still went to school. I, f- I function normally. That seems to be a pattern with me. Well, you're German, Dennis. You're German. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I'm depressed, I Work, I function, but uh, the... the Thoughts are still there, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They take up a lot of your time, so you are very, very. I'm moody all the time. Basically, I'm angry at people for no reason. I, I normally went to school, um, but the thoughts got got worse. Even though I talked to the therapist, did um, you tell the therapist your thoughts? Those thoughts partially. So I told her when I had the thoughts. She she knew how to cope with that. But since he was a child therapist, she told me that I'd better go to the mental hospital and try to
1: get out of my usual environment. So you went to the hospital you went to was for kids or adults or both? For both, I think. How long did you stay there? Uh, I stayed three months. and. Ooh, All right. You weren't fucking around. You wanted to get some help. Yeah. Did you want to go there or did they kind of force you to go there?
0: I wanted to go there. I was uh, in training that was uh, 2020 when COVID hit basically. Yeah. I started training in August and went to the
1: facility in December. Training meaning for your IT stuff? Yeah, right. Did you tell anybody? Because you know, one of the things we talk about here, it just comes up a lot is shame. What is the word for shame in German? Scham, Schande. All right. We probably stole that from you. I mean, you feeling weird about it? Are you telling people, friends, family? Do they know where you are? Cuz for some people, you know, you kind of want to keep that stuff private, right? Uh, but I
0: was very upfront about it with anyone. I think I told my person that's handling um, recruiting
1: and uh oh, right. HR or something. Yeah. yeah. You need to tell your job cuz so you can keep your job, right?
0: Uh, you can basically just uh, call sick in Germany. So, if yeah, the doctor can uh, can write you off, then they they get notified. They will know where you are, but um, not where you are. They they will know that you're sick and that you can't can't commit to the job right now. And
1: yeah. that's, that's it, basically. So, in the three months that you're at the hospital, you probably get on some meds, right? Mm-hmm. How was that experience? It was
0: very good actually it was nice to get out of my usual environment Hmm. because it was very stressful at home um my father didn't really get along with the situation with having to deal with um household and such on his own was nice to get out of there The, the hospital stay was very nice um i could focus on sports um so when i'm depressed i like to do a lot of sports um, to get my mind off things. You had therapy,
1: sport, mm. sport therapy. Um, oh, I like that. That's um, awesome. What? What is your? What is the first sport you think about playing when you're in a funk? I, I didn't really understand the last word. Sorry. Oh, the funk. It's like when you're feeling shitty. What's the first sport you would think about? Like, I want to play this so I feel hopefully maybe a little better.
0: Uh I like to play tennis. Then. All right. Um, cool. Because of COVID, there was only like running and uh, gymnastics, or you could go on uh your swimming was also off limits. So that was very unfortunate. I like swimming a lot, but you could, you could do a lot of therapy, art therapies so or doing stuff with your hands, creating things. That is also what helps a lot when you're depressed, I think. Yeah. And normal therapy sessions with a counselor one time a week and all in all you can meet it's like it's like the finding the podcast you can meet people and talk to them about how they got got to the mental hospital how they feel um yeah i met a new colleague there also and yeah he he tried suicide too it was really this is very very nice to talk to people that uh, know what you've been through
1: for sure, for sure. It
0: just feel so much less alone. So.
1: When did you get out of the hospital? That was the middle of 2022 or the beginning of 2021, right?
0: It was beginning of 2021, right? January 21, 2021. A year
1: and a half goes by. You go back to work?
0: Yeah, right. I start work. I'm taking meds now, but I have no counseling. That was um, a mistake that I made that I didn't search for counseling right away. To continue after the um, mental hospital, you can do mm-hmm. counseling here for free, but uh, finding a place for therapy is very hard mm-hmm. because um, there are only limited limited offers for therapists that that work with with health insurance. So the health insurance oh. gives out uh, some free spaces, like eight thousand or something, and the others need to be with private insurance or paid for by yourself. That's the problem in Germany, basically. It's nice that it's free for the mm-hmm. most part, but it's hard to find a therapist you yeah. have like
1: three months waiting at least. Free is good when you're healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you just have a checkup from time to time, it's great. But when you have a real problem, not so great. And it's the problem here is also, you know, it's just very expensive, very expensive. So, you know, basically in the States, you know, poor people, they're limited sometimes.
0: I, I can't imagine that. If you're poor and then still have to pay for a mental hospital that doesn't help you. and
1: Yeah, I mean, there's ways with with certain programs and and, and certain cases, but it's complicated. You know, and when you're not doing well and you're trying to fill out 50 pages, you don't do it, yeah. right? You, do, you just can't do it. So it's tricky. It's really, really tricky. And I think in the States and I'm sure elsewhere, there's a lot of people who are suffering and falling through the cracks, as we say, because of these little things that add up, yeah. you know, it adds up. So back to your story, you are 2021 into 2022. Can you take us to the events preceding and leading up to your attempt? My father basically got a new girlfriend
0: and we went with her into um to holiday, um, to the Netherlands. Yeah, the, the holiday in general was was very good actually. The attempt made it a bit made it a bit complicated, but um yeah, we were one evening we were drinking with People we met there, and they they started passing a joint around. With yeah, my my mental stuff, it is very hard for me to combine two drugs. Firstly, Mm -hmm. and I drank drank a lot at the evening. Um, Mm -hmm. Then I smoked a joint and basically almost passed out. I didn't talk to a person. I just stared into blank nothingness for half an hour. Mm. I went to bed. I think I woke up one hour later and didn't know who I was anymore completely dissociated like I said my mind went totally blank yeah I started walking um in the direction of the um, sea yeah I was on the way to try to draw myself wow what do you think happened Uh, fortunately um the dog we have we had with us ran away that evening Or do you mean what happened that that I went to the sea
1: yeah. Well, I want to hear that also, but like, what, what do you think happened? Maybe it's just purely chemical that that's a pretty intense response, you know, any yeah. ideas, especially now looking back, you know, you've had a few months.
0: Yeah. I think when, when my, when I dissociated, I became, it's hard to explain. I became, so my, my true intentions were were revealed basically I I'd call it like hiding behind a mask when you go out in society, for example. You can't tell everyone that, that you're in a shitty mood, for example, or that you thought about killing yourself on the way to work. Yeah. I think that got, with the do- dissociation that got pulled away, everything kind of revealed, strengthened the feelings I had just just existing. It's hard to explain. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, no. I know it's really hard. And you're also, this is not your first language also. Man, I wish I spoke German. We just bang it out in German: boom, boom, boom. <laughs> but your English is great. So, what were you saying about the dog? The dog ran away that evening, and uh, the girlfriend
0: of my brother was on the near the beach searching for the dog. And she found me like wandering around and crying, screaming. Wow! Yeah. What she do? What she do? What she say? I I didn't recognize her at first. That was the crazy thing. I didn't know anyone walking around there. I, Couldn't even tell my brother's face. So crazy experience. Yeah, she took me into her arms and she calmed me down. I first thought she was an employee of the mental hospital Mm -hmm. that came to do to put me back in there. Also part of the dissociation. Sure. Yeah, and then my brother was also there. She brought me back to my bed. I went to sleep, and the next day I woke up, and the world was still normal
1: yeah right i'm just always curious about the drowning thing i i don't understand how people drown themselves not that you do because that was just a kind of a weird night
0: yeah
1: i don't you know and it doesn't sound like you were really thinking about it a lot you're almost a different person from what you said from what you shared yeah intentionally drowning is a wow that's a really interesting
0: yeah i i thought about maybe the uh, ocean tides mm. they were pretty strong there Yeah, if you swim far enough and they pull you out. and so You're not
1: coming back, probably. You're not coming back. So that was in June of 2022. So it's July, August, September, October. That's four or five months ago. And that was in Holland, by the way, right? Right. So you're on vacation. You come back. And like you said, the next day, the world is the same, right? It's just nothing changed, really. Not much.
0: Yeah unfortunately.
1: <laughs> right, right. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page with you. I wish it would. So at some point, you put the word suicide into Spotify, right? You said you were mm-hmm. so... So are you still suicidal? Are you still, as we talk now or yesterday or last week?
0: Last week, for example, but I'm still suicidal, I think, but I have my ups and downs. It's yeah. getting a bit better. The first day I have therapy again, so a new therapy uh Place for me. Yeah. And, yeah, we will see how that how that plays out.
1: <laughs> yeah. And by the way, when I say uh, this is a language thing, but are you still suicidal? Just to be clear, I was simply asking, are you suicidal now? Still in the English language. It sounds as if there's a, an assumption that you won't be or you shouldn't be, which is what I'm not. I'm not asking that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, some people stay suicidal for their entire lives. Some don't. Many don't. I wouldn't wish it on anyone, but just so you know, I'm there there is no judgment here. You're living at home?
0: Yep. I got my own place um, in late 2021 because the situation at home was unbearable for me. The new girlfriend of my father put up many rules, for example, um, that I have to work on the weekends for them and uh, do chores wow. or work on the house and uh, my girlfriend can't come under the week, for example, or just oh. obscure rules like that. She wants to control everything and.
1: Woo! Good. I'm glad you got out of that, if that's what you want.
0: Yeah, that's, I, I couldn't anymore. It's just too much.
1: Yeah. I know why you put the word in to Spotify. Mm-hmm. Once you hear a podcast, you know, and there's an opportunity for this format to actually reach out, what compels you to reach out There's a lot of people that hear the podcast they never reach out to me right mm-hmm. but you um, did so what's different about you or where you're at right now
0: um so the podcast is yeah, basically uh, a help net for me when i'm very yeah, very suicidal at work for example or on the way to work i mm-hmm. always listen to an episode and Feel understood, and I wanted to give that to other people too. I listen to, I think, all episodes. That's and, a lot of episodes right now at this point. Yeah, the first one was actually, uh, I think I found it in 2021.
1: Okay. So, uh, yeah, I listened to it on a day, you know, almost weekly basis. So, how often in your typical days? Well, let's use yesterday as an example, or may- maybe today, because it's almost, it's evening there now, right? Or mid- late afternoon. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. it goes up and down, good days, bad days, but how often are you thinking about it?
0: Um, it's just,
1: it almost depends
0: on how much I can take my mind to think. So if I'm really um, busy, no time for that. Just yeah. when I'm on the way to work with my car, there's a lot of time to think. So hmm yeah to work is um, almost the ritual to think about that. and off work, coming off work, like I said when I'm at work, I don't know. It's a daily daily thing when i'm when I'm have good weeks, there's maybe one, two, three times, but
1: in a bad week, I think about it almost every hour. How many people know about that very near attempt or attempt? Two to three people. A few people. Okay. Yeah. My cousin. Yeah, my
0: my neighbor knows about it. He's also my uncle, so I talked to
1: him about it. Everybody that was in Holland knows about it? No, they
0: so my father and his girlfriend didn't really get anything from that. They they knew that I was drunk, that I was a bit passed out, but everything after
1: that Did your uh, brother's girlfriend who found you know what was going on? I know at the time you kind of didn't know what was going on either, but did she just assume you were, you know, drunk and high?
0: Uh, She has a bit of a background too. So she comes from uh, a split up mom and dad and they, they fought over her and things. So she, she has always understood me a bit better. Mm -hmm. And she, I think she knew that I had, some kind of panic attack or was was out and her response was just to tell me that
1: everything is okay and that really really helped in the moment. Mm. One thing I'm curious about that you said earlier is when you were struggling in like your teenage years and I guess it applies to today also. One of the things that I'm want to always learn more about is what prevents people from taking more action. Cuz you said for if I if I remember correctly you know, it was a few years of struggling Mm -hmm. and I, and I realized that it, it continues to this day. There was a long period of time when you're thinking about it, but you don't act on it. And I guess my question. I'll finally get to my question here is I want to better understand how it is that people struggle like that, but don't act. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Right. For me, it is, um, the people around me already, already, already lost one, one person. So my mom, um, Everybody was very struck by that because she was yeah the the connector of all our families so she always made plans, she she brought everyone together and accepted mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. And I thought about my grandma and my my brother, my father. And that, that keeps me holding on. It is yeah, it's not very very nice to to live for other people in that regard so you sometimes when you yeah ask that long suicidal and uh, think about it every day you sometimes think i don't care about the others i want out but my family and my friends kept kept me holding on and that's it helped me a lot just for for the bad days to um, hold on for them When I finally get better, I need to find reasons to uh, live for myself, or it will not be sustainable.
1: Right. Now, I'm assuming that because so few people know about your attempt, and you've Mm -hmm. shared about that and other related things today with me, they probably don't know you're talking with me right now. I told my cousin that I was talking with you, but no one else. All right. And I wonder, might they hear it?
0: I'm planning on sharing the episode maybe to a few, a few
1: close friends if they
0: want to understand yeah. better how I'm feeling.
1: One of the things I've been thinking about more so lately is, and I don't know why, I think a, one of the guests mentioned it. I thought more about it was sometimes talking about it with people can be really hard, but maybe hearing 50 minutes of a conversation, whether it's a podcast format or whatever the format is, might be a little easier way to share information. Yeah, with people that you might not feel comfortable talking to, you know,
0: it is uh, a bit distance from yourself, so you can can think about it. You can stop it and listen to it another time. You can
1: exactly. You have a girlfriend, you said.
0: Uh, I had. uh, We broke up like five months ago.
1: All right. Well, that must have. That sounds like a really shitty summer. Yeah. (laughs) Twenty twenty two is not a good summer for uh, for Dennis. know? Unfortunately, not. But. Yeah. Part of life. <laughs> yeah, part of life. Did you get a diagnosis at any point that you agree with? Um, it was a major depressive episode without psychotic symptoms. With or without? Without. Without. What do you think about that night when you were walking to the to the sea? I don't know much about this stuff, so I want to be careful here, but does it not have, sound like it had some psychotic yeah. feel to it? Yeah,
0: right. Um, dissociation is... Uh, part of psychotic symptoms so
1: what did your doctor say i know you have seen a therapist since then
0: um yeah she she told me that it could be related to the to the drug use so mixing the two substances Uh, and basically every brain reacts differently cannabis is a bit psychedelic so Mm. maybe that's yeah the weird effect that it that it did
1: (laughs) yeah you're right every brain is different you don't know. So you're 22. When's your birthday? In July. You're going to make it to 23? I think so, yeah. All right. I once I once told my
0: cousin that I would live to see my grandparents die so they don't have to go through anything of that. Yeah. That was when when I was majorly depressed. That was the the minimum minimum life
1: expectancy of me. And they're both alive? Yeah, they're still alive. Is that still the sort of way you think about it?
0: Um, at the moment, I don't think so. No, I want to get better. I want to do therapy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm struggling at the moment if I should go to mental hospital again. Yeah. Because my training is um, about to finish in March. So, yeah, I'm thinking whether to halt the training and go to the mental hospital or pull through and go after that. mm it's a bit struggle at the moment.
1: I assume if Germany is anything like the United States, there's probably nowhere or almost nowhere to go to have a safe, legitimately safe conversation with people who are feeling the way you feel. Like, imagine you go to a, I don't know, a room somewhere, right? A, whether it's in a church or a building, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you have a bunch of people, a handful of people that just get together and talk about this stuff. Does that exist anywhere that you know of in Bonn or elsewhere in Germany? Yeah, in big cities there are
0: um, people that or circles that do that um, from the the German healthcare um, firm. I don't know.
1: So you can talk about suicide.
0: Yeah, you can you can do that, but only in big cities and uh, with a lot of funding for things like that so and yeah when you live in a town basically there's nothing
1: right you can talk about it and i imagine if you're talking about it to the point where it sounds like you're going to do it will they throw you in a car and take you to a hospital against your will
0: yeah Yeah, they will
1: so that limits what you can say
0: right that's a
1: problem here too yeah i I don't have a solution i I, it's probably a problem everywhere and I, i understand that problem it's a tricky one to deal with though.
0: Yeah, you can't just uh can't. you can't just leave the people, but you are taking right. their
1: freedom is also problematic. Exactly. Yeah, it's a really tricky one. Yeah. Are there any um myths that you want to discuss or call bullshit on, as I say, around any of this stuff? Depression, suicide?
0: Yeah, that's um I knew someone from school that killed themselves and yeah, I've heard people around me talking about him. Like, yeah, he was he was a coward. That they said he oh, was yeah. selfish. Mm. He will go to hell. He just wants attention. And um, I think every aspect of that is bullshit. Fighting with with depression is one of the hardest things. I think you can you can do if you don't tell anyone. If you
1: are alone with it. It feels like very a really sh- just a shitty thing to say. Yeah. I don't know why people do that. Cowards, right? That's a strong word. I think people that judge are most, most of the times more of a coward than yeah. people
0: that deal with very serious problems and not make it. The girlfriend of my brother didn't come to me and hold me and take me to her arms. Maybe I'd gone to the sea and never talk to you and that's right that would be it or a car was faster than I expected on my motorcycle and Mm -hmm. I hit it at 100 kilometers and yeah
1: yeah I I think about that sometimes the people that almost made it didn't make it for whatever reason and yeah I'll never talk to them ever and some people seem to get by and you I I don't know if it was some divine intervention or luck or something else but she was there I was luck yeah I mean, some people might say that, some might say otherwise, I don't know. It's, but yeah.
0: Yeah, in the uh, moment I was lucky, so I got the help I needed.
1: Yeah, but you're right. That could have been different. That day on the motorcycle could have been different. You, know, you, said you had that one friend that you talked to about this stuff. She gets it. She's kind of been there. I think a friend of yours or a woman.
0: Yeah, it was uh, a colleague of mine. He was with me in the mental hospital. I can talk to him sometimes, but yeah, we are not that close anymore. My cousin is the person I talk to about this
1: often. What I wanted to ask is what is your cousin a man is it she or a he? She. What does she do that and this might be hard to find the words, I get that, but what does she do that's makes you want to go back to her and talk if you need to, as opposed to others who you probably don't do that with? She also
0: had a very hard upbringing, so she was uh, a drug addict in middle school and through her puberty. I think she took the drugs also to try to end her life or to get away from her problems. And that perspective uh, helps her to understand me a lot. So she never judges basically anything that I tell her. She doesn't want me to die or she's obviously she doesn't want want me to feel bad but if i tell her and let it out she doesn't judge me she tries to listen she has no funny uh get well tropes to tell me <laughs> <laughs> which you talked about in the other
1: the oh, oh yeah we don't need any more of those do you follow soccer football a bit i was uh a Munich fan. Now, the World Cup is coming up this month, next month, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think Germany has a chance to win it?
0: I think so. Yeah, sure. Um, they are a bit a bit worse than last time, but I think they can do it.
1: Do you know, when you were about 14 years old, you remember when they won the World Cup? Yeah. Let's say scored the one in the extra time. They were playing Argentina. I was living in Argentina. So I was watching okay. Argentina play Germany in Argentina which was <laughs> really pretty cool. I was in in the capital, Buenos Aires. And obviously rooting for Argentina, right? And I've got to tell you this has nothing to do with suicide by the way. Uh I just remember the it was just the weirdest thing to come very close to being in the country where you almost win a World Cup and then you lose. Yeah. And it was just this, and I was walking from this place where I was watching it in this like park home and it was just a very very strange and a little bit dangerous <laughs> feeling, you know, like I don't know how Germans are, but Argentinians, they get really, really intense. I Probably everywhere they do.
0: Yeah, Germans are also very passionate when it comes to football. I love watching my grandpa.
1: Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> what else would you like to share, uh, Dennis? Uh, appreciate you reaching out and talking so openly about everything. Um, what else would you like to share, if anything?
0: I'd like to share to the people out there that... They have to find a way to live for themselves like like I'll try to do Um, not live for others. Yeah. Try to find a reason for yourself to live, not for your family. So like I said, it may save you, it helps you, but it doesn't help you in the long run. So you have to build your own life. You have to be in line with yourself. You have to trust yourself to become a healthy human being and I hope that... Uh, Everyone can try to do that, Yeah, become the best version of themselves.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, trying to live for not just others, but yourself. But my question for you, and this is going to be a really difficult question, maybe impossible Mm -hmm. to answer. What if they can't? They're trying, they just can't figure it out.
0: That's a very hard question, yeah.
1: Maybe they should email me and hop on the podcast, (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think everyone should try to um, use all resources that they have available to them. Try to get better. And if sure. it still doesn't work, then maybe live for others. Maybe mm. feel feel the way you feel, feel shit. It's, just, it's so hard to say. That
1: Do you think, though, that there's ever a situation that somebody's in where taking their own life is acceptable or justifiable?
0: If you're a completely healthy human being with just
1: mental problems.
0: It's hard to answer. I would say no. But if you have health problems, if you yeah, if you have a short life expectancy or have to live with pain, I think it should
1: be exact- acceptable. Mm. Well, this is my last thought. And I wonder what you think about it. I kind of think it's nobody's business what anybody does with their life. But I know it's suicide. That gets weird. Hmm, I guess there's no question there. I just felt like saying it.
0: It's a bit hypocritical to say that you have to live for us. In the end, it's your own life. You, you may affect with your death. You may affect people sure. around you.
1: But it's your choice in the end. And look, if you really want to do it, you'll probably try. I, it's just so complicated because you, of course, don't want somebody like in your case, right? That was a, a weird night. And not to say that you don't struggle a lot and think about it, but it would, it would, it would kind of suck to, to die that way when it was yeah. part of it was just drugs and alcohol and a weird combination in your brain and chemicals. That would suck. It would suck that you know if you have own a gun and your wife leaves you, and but in that moment, boom, you're done. That's probably not what you want, right? Maybe not.
0: Most of the time, it's uh, like with me, impulsive decision that changes yeah. lives of you and the ones around
1: you. Yeah, and- but if you if someone's struggling for a long time, whatever that looks like, whatever the reasons are, long time, you know, like, I don't know, it changes it a little bit for me. Yeah, it makes it you know, I like. I agree. How long, how long do you suffer for, really? There's no answer. I just, I wonder about it. And and then it makes me think, who am I to say anything? Yeah. That's not me encouraging anybody to do anything, but it's just more like, who am I Who am I to say what you should do with your life? But anyway, getting off on a little tangent. All right, my friend, I'll talk to you soon. I really appreciate it again. And uh, I hope you get to play tennis and do your thing and find some joy. Yeah, thank you.
0: I wish you good too. And uh, have a nice day.
1: You too, guys. Take care. Bye. As always, thanks so much for listening and all of your support. Special thanks to Dennis in Germany. Thank you, Dennis, on this first episode of 2023. If you are a suicide attempt survivor and you'd like to talk, please reach out. Hello at SuicideNoted.com on Facebook or Twitter at SuicideNoted. And as always, check the show notes. We've got other ways you can contact us and a handful of programs or initiatives in which we can continue to help more people in more places feel less shitty and less alone. And we would love your help, your support, your participation, something if you want. And hey, if all you do is listen to the podcast every week or once in a while, well, that's good too. That's really good. And that is all for episode number 141. Stay strong. Do the best you can. I'll talk to you soon.